Welcome to the Red Letters Podcast. In this podcast, we'll explore topics that can be life-transforming while delivering a message of hope. Thank you for joining us on this week's uh, podcast. The topic for today is being vulnerable. Is it good or bad? I'm actually super excited about this topic today um, because it's a conversation I've had many times with many people, and I actually have a strong kind of passion and outlook on this. But before we get started, let me just share the definition of being vulnerable. I think that would be a good place to start. So um, vulnerable, it says here, it's the capability of being physically or emotionally wounded open to attack or damage. Let me see. I think that's, that's a good definition right there. Mm -hmm. So normally when in general, when you're vulnerable, you're kind of open to attack, you're open, um, you're, you're exposed. Um, you're putting yourself out there many times. Um, and why I say, or why the question is whether it's good or bad is I believe it could be both depending on the scenario. Um, but it, for me, one of the ways that I kind of look at that word and how it can apply to our lives is I've chosen in relationships to be more vulnerable for, uh, the reason that I realize that it enriches my relationships. Um, because when you're vulnerable and you're willing to kind of put yourself out there and of course, you know, that doesn't mean you just pour your beans out to everybody, Mm -hmm. but just in relationship to be able to kind of share some of your life or some moments that, you know, uh, can help somebody. I think that that almost expedites your relationship with the person and you're actually, uh, what do you call it? Growing a tighter knit relationship instead of just a surface relationship where you're always just saying hi and bye. Right. to the person and it never goes deeper. I think for a relationship to go in, you know, to get any depth at all, it's going to require vulnerability. Mm-hmm. I know many times some people are afraid of that because they've gotten hurt. And that's the bad side of being vulnerable. Tony, you said um, that you came to realize that vulnerability was a good thing because of your relationship. So does that mean that there was a point where you weren't vulnerable? And what did that look like? I think many times I've realized that I was vulnerable and I didn't really know that that was the word. I was um, in the process of acting out vulnerability mm-hmm. without knowing what the word meant. But it was more like I always wanted more in a relationship, whether it was just a, a guy friend or a relationship with a girl, how whatever that looked like. I always wanted more. So I felt like putting my best foot forward would always was always the best uh, first step mm-hmm. to get a deeper relationship with the person. So I don't know if that answers the question or... Uh, yeah, so it meant you had to put your guard down. Yeah, okay. yeah. I had to mm-hmm. put my guard down because initially I would put my guard down and I didn't know that, that vulnerability is something you actually have to manage. Yeah. Because <laughs> I would just be vulnerable in the beginning and yeah, I did get hurt. And then after a while, I started realizing vulnerability is something you manage in order for it to be a blessing in your life. Right, yeah. If you don't manage it, it's it could be a curse because then anybody and everybody will take advantage of you. Yeah. Mm. I was actually talking to a young guy, um, I think uh, 
two or three weeks ago. And we sat down. I didn't even know the guy, but he wanted to talk to someone. So somebody gave him my number. We met up and had lunch. And I was talking to this guy. He's probably 30-year-old, something like that. And he turned around and he goes, you know, let me just get to the point. I go, okay, what's that? And he goes, um, everyone says I'm a nice guy and I'm likable. And I used to think that was good, but now I hate it. Oh. And I go, Wow. And he goes, yeah, I, I, I like despise it. Mm-hmm. I go, why? He goes, because I realize everybody steps on it, mm-hmm. steps on me. I get the raw end of the deal. I'm always extending myself and getting taken advantage of multiple right. times. And now I see it as a curse. Mm-hmm. And I go, wow. I said, to be honest with you, I think that you having that testimony of people saying that you're likable and people put their guard down with you quick and you're so uh, easy to befriend. I said, because that that gift is on your life, I said, that's one of the highest gifts I see because it affects every relationship you're in. It affects how, you, how people see you at work, right. the favor of God on your life. Mm-hmm. I said, but I think the problem isn't the gift. It's you don't know how to manage your gift. Yeah, exactly. And then his eyes got wide open. And I said, the reason why I say that is because I have a son that he, he's kind of went through the same thing. Maybe he didn't put it in those exact words, mm-hmm. but that's where I was able to see somebody going through that from the outside looking in. Right. And I said, but... Um, one of the things I explained with him is I said, after I learned how to manage vulnerability mm-hmm. and and uh, was more intentional about uh, participating in that, in all of my relationships, is that I know that w- when I'm vulnerable with someone, I might share something and they could actually, just like that definition said, I could be attacked with it. Right. It could be used against me. Mm-hmm. They could throw my past they could throw my past back at me, but I'm sharing something that I know I'm willing to deal with if it comes that way. Comes that way yeah. So I'm not foolish that I'm just throwing everything out there, but I have enough trust and faith that I'm managing it correctly based on this relationship and I'm using discernment and wisdom mm-hmm. in this conversation that it's going to be a blessing to me as well as to them. Right. And it, it, it would help the other person, like this young guy that I was talking to, to maybe move forward in that gift and not see it as a curse anymore. Because if he was willing to manage it, his whole outlook, his whole the plan for his life could change yeah. if he learns how to use that gift on his life. Mm. And so, you know, like my wife had asked me before a long time ago, she was like, man, Tony, it seemed like you connect with guys and and you turn around and you're you 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 connect with them easy and I don't even see like them turning around and you know using stuff you say against you and this and that. I said it's because I I'm intentional. I I'm I know what I'm putting on the table right. and I'm willing to do that knowing that it's going to be a a win-win at the end of the day and that's how I see it. And that's why, honestly, I, after I learned how to manage it, I don't remember it ever coming back to haunt me or to bite me because I, you know, put my best foot forward with the wrong person. Right. Oh, that's awesome. But, yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what, Tony, I wanted to, um, because I can identify to that with that friend of yours. I don't know mm-hmm. who it is, but yeah. I can identify because for 
for the longest time, I would say stuff like, it doesn't matter how hard I try, people tend to take advantage and see your kindness as weakness, and they step all over you. Mm -hmm. And so I um, isolated and wouldn't make friends and didn't want to make friends because I just thought people, if your own family takes advantage of you because you're nice, because mm -hmm. you're vulnerable, then I can almost expect the same thing from friends, people, just in general. But something that I learned a long time ago, and I'm glad that you helped your friend, because it has to be the wisdom mm -hmm. from within. And we do have to know what boundaries are for ourselves. But something that I learned that really has impacted my life, and that's what I, 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 I live on this every day. When I feel that someone is taking advantage of me, I have to check myself. And, and when it comes to vulnerability is, is it my pride that's that's um, showing? Is it my trauma that's showing or is it the spirit? Mm. Who is it that's guiding me in this moment that I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling if, for instance, when this friend says, I feel that I'm being taken advantage of? Is that your pride because you didn't respond the way that you always used to respond? Okay. Is that because um, you knew that when they made this smart remark towards you, you didn't reply the way you were supposed to? Now you feel like Oh, look what they're doing to me. That's your pride. Now, and if somebody says something to you or uses something against you, something that you did to try to help them, is that your trauma? Is that the trauma speaking up? Is that, mm. is that what has control of you and you feel the way that you feel where you have to go say, you know, everybody takes advantage of me? Or is it the spirit? And the spirit is what you said earlier, the wisdom, that peace that we have from within that, you know what, it may not have felt good to have them hurt, um, have them tell me this or throw this back in my face. But when I check myself, is that my pride or my trauma? Mm. And then I know, then I was like, vulnerability is actually a good thing because yeah. I, I did what I did with good intentions and I did it with wisdom. And I said what I said with wisdom. So this other stuff, it has nothing to do with that individual, it has something to do with me. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a, a good point for people to kind of check themselves. Is that my pride talking or is that my pride receiving this? Is there that my go. trauma receiving this? Because spirit doesn't give me that. Spirit gives me peace mm -hmm. and it gives me that know how to know that I did what I thought was right. My intentions were pure when I did what I did or said what I said. So mm -hmm. I don't know if that helps, but I've, I'm just saying for the listener out there, check with your pride, check with your trauma. And then if it's not spirit, then it's one of the other two. There you go. That's mm -hmm. good. And one thing I know too, a lot of times, just the topic of vulnerability, some people could like, no, I'm not going there because I got hurt too many times. Yeah. And yeah, there is people that will prey on people that are vulnerable. Uh -huh. There's guys that will prey on women that are vulnerable. Yep. They know what mm -hmm. signs to look for. They, they, and vice versa. So I get that side of it. But let me flip the switch a little bit. Um, I remember even in my family, I grew up with my mom's side of the family. Everyone loved everyone. You know, of course, we had drama here and there, mm -hmm. but everybody loved each other. It wasn't the most affectionate family. It wasn't one that we'd always say, I love you, but you knew love was there, yeah. you know, that without a shadow of a doubt. But I remember as I started going down this little journey of being vulnerable, I remember even on phone conversations I'd have with my uncles. I'd turn around when I would go ahead and uh, finish the conversation where I ended the phone call. I'd say, all right, love you, Theo. Mm -hmm. Initially, they didn't even repeat it. Yeah. I knew that they loved me. Yeah. I, I brag about them in other podcasts. Yeah. So I, I knew they loved me, but just saying it yeah. was tough. But I saw that the more I put myself out there and I'm willing to say I love you, yeah. then it's going to come back. Mm -hmm. And shortly after, all right, see you, Theo. Love you. Mm -hmm. You know what? Love you too, Tony. Yeah. And I saw, boom, something broke. Mm -hmm. And so I just kept 
repeating that all the time. And you were genuine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's and awesome. and I even do that like with with friends and even mm-hmm. people at the church, brothers too. And I know sometimes, like, if it's a new person, they're like, it's like coming from left field because you don't know how to look at that nowadays. You know what I mean? But I don't know how many times I turn around and, hey, love you, brother. And and sometimes they're a little reluctant to say the same thing. But after a few times, they'll say the same. They'll return it Mm -hmm. because they're feeling like, okay, well, you know what? He's not afraid to say that. He's not afraid to put himself out there and look kind of weird, if you will. Mm -hmm. But... It's amazing when you see that that uh, come back to you. Yeah. You know what I mean, and and that's why I I think that that vulnerability is actually you could even look at it as your love walk. Mm-hmm. How you're walking out your love is is gonna have the guidelines of that vulnerability laced in between both sides yeah. to help you stay on that almost like a pure path. I feel mm-hmm. that's a good way, I guess, to say it, that's but. Weird. That's the, a road that I, I try my best to stay in. I love that lane. And I see that, one, it works for me, and, and I see fruit from it. Mm-hmm. I see that the more I love that way, I just see that, you know, that it enriches my life. Yes. Because then as I see some of these people that, you know, I love on and vice versa, just seeing those relationships grow and, you know, maybe they were in a certain place and now they're in a better place mm-hmm. because a relationship, you know, developed and grew, you know, to me, it's an amazing thing. And Tony, what I wanted to add is um, in our culture mm-hmm. or uh, men in general have always been taught to be tough. You don't say stuff like that. And I, I think that what you're doing is really great because when uh, another man can do it, like, hey, man, I love you, and, and just be genuine with it, then it starts to allow other men to like, wait, why am I, why do I have this toughness about me? It doesn't even work for them for most, most of the time because everybody can see right through it. But it's okay, I can, I can let that down. It, and it, it's almost, it almost looks like it's freeing. Like, yeah. oh, okay, like they can breathe better. They don't have to show. It's this facade that they have about them. So like, no, I'm so tough. I won't say I love you. I won't say this because that's the way they've been brought up, especially men. Mm-hmm. And you don't say I love you. You don't say sorry. You don't do those things because it, it does something to your manhood or something. But I love that you're the one saying this today and you're the one talking about it because I think it's important, and especially for men raising other young men, it's important to say, I love you to your son. It's important to use those terms of endearment, like my love, my, Mm. you know, this is my kid. It's important to do that. And not just to other people when you're talking about your family member, your son, your brother. It's to do it to them. Mm -hmm. So your son will feel this like, oh, then I too can love and be okay with it. I too can, because I do believe that most people do love one another or love others. It's just that they will never say it. Like you said about your uncle. I know that he loves you, like what you said. But for you to say it, it's almost like, oh, why why is Tony doing this? This makes me feel uncomfortable. (laughs) But you keep doing it. You You didn't stop because of how he felt. You kept doing it because that's who he Truly and genuinely, you are from the inside out. So mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. And hopefully a lot of young men and men are listening today because it needs to be out there. And it needs to said, be said a little bit more. Yeah. And I catch myself many times just like in conversations with like some guys will say, hey, can I go out and, you know, I want to talk to you or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but somehow 
this ends up becoming the, one of the first topics that we talk about. Yeah. Last week, a guy had turned around and for, told me for a couple of weeks, hey, I want to get together with you and this and that. Okay. So we finally met. I think it was Thursday. Mm -hmm. So we went out, had lunch. First time I sat with this guy one-on-one -on -one, and we're talking about this. And he goes, you know, I wanted to meet with you. You know, I, you're a little bit older than me and I have a family and stuff, but I want to try to be a better husband now. Oh, I want to be awesome. a better dad. I wanted yeah. this, this, and that. And I just felt like I knew I wanted to talk with you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm honored that you picked me. Mm -hmm. And two, I'm proud that you as a man is acknowledging that you want to, yeah, help. asking yeah. for help and wanting to be that better person. Right. And you're not letting pride keep you from exactly. trying to grow. Mm -hmm. And he goes, yeah, but I wanted this. And he was explaining like how much better he wants to be. That topic came up again about being vulnerable. I said, being vulnerable, I think, one, if you don't have that in your marriage, you're never going to get the most out of your marriage. Exactly. And I've had to learn that. I'm not saying we've arrived, but I know that we've been vulnerable enough to where we've been, we've grown a lot closer. We've overcome a lot because we've been able to put our guard down and have heart to heart talks. Okay. And we get the head to head talks, put, throw that out the window, mm -hmm. and then they become heart to heart talks. So I was explaining this with this, this other guy. And I said, you know, heart-to-heart -heart talks with you and your wife. I don't know if you've done that or not. And he kind of looked at me a little like, no, not really. Yeah. And I'm like, um, one of the things that will help you uh, go from where you're at now, because you're not always reacting. When, when you, I said, you're telling me that, you know, she'll explain everything to you. And then when she says, hey, how are you feeling? You just kind of like stay in your cave yeah. and you're just not really interacting. Mm -hmm. I said, going from where you're at there to actually having a heart-to-heart -heart conversation where you're putting your heart on the table and just say, hey, look, I'm going to come out of my cave. I want to go ahead and put a piece of my heart on the table. Please understand here where I'm coming from. Don't judge me. Don't beat me up. But maybe we could process this conversation and, and grow in our relationship. I said, between those two things, it, it would help for you to reiterate what she's saying right. when she's done talking instead mm -hmm. of you not having a response why don't you just is go like this here's what it would look like wife um i'm not gonna say the wife mm -hmm. his name but um what i'm hearing is and then reword what that, you just you heard her exactly yeah. so mm -hmm. that she don't think you just clocked out and you're just right. staring at her mm -hmm. and i said so i think that's a, a big baby step but eventually to get to a point where you can have a heart-to-heart -heart talk mm -hmm. you're going to have to be willing to be vulnerable yes. and, and that means you know pride's going to have to go out the window yep. everything you have to just look at hey at the end of the day i want to grow old with this woman mm -hmm. i want to be able to enjoy her I want to enjoy the life that we've dreamed of. Yes. And in order to get there, you can't get there without being vulnerable. Right. That's just my opinion. Whether you go to church, you don't go to church, any of that. Mm -hmm. I think that vulnerability is, is like I said, almost like it, it helps uh, reinforce your love walk. Yes. Because then it's more genuine. It's more heartfelt. Um, and again, I'm not saying I perfected it, but I, I try my hardest to use that filter just going through life, male, female relationships, any of that. Right. And um, so in relationships, Tony, I'm glad that you brought that up. 
when a woman is in a relationship for a long time with her husband and then he starts to become this man that she's always wanted mm-hmm. uh, for him to be more open with her, for him to talk to her, for him to let her know what he's feeling. Once he starts doing it, women, don't make fun of him yeah. and don't go behind his back telling your best friend or your sister or even his mom, like, can you believe he was sitting here and, and you know, just pouring his heart out to me? Because you as you will do that and they will close up immediately because it takes, I believe, a lot for a man to open up and mm-hmm. become that person that we're, as women, we're asking for. And then once he starts doing it, then we start, the women, the wives, either make fun or tell him something like, well, that, that didn't sound very manly or why are you acting like that? So I don't think uh, for the women listening, if that's what you want from your husband, then when he starts being open to you, sit with it. Don't run and, and try to judge him for it. Don't run and try, talk to your friends about it. Just sit with it and allow him to become the man that you've been praying for and wanting. So I'm, yeah. I'm glad that you shared that. Yeah, otherwise it might take forever for him to come back out of that cave. Exactly, Because yeah. he'll retreat real quick. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> for me, like this last conversation I had with this young guy, um, when we were talking about it, I had to share some of my experience on getting to where he is and I was mm. to where he wants to be. So I had to share some of those experiences in my life. Yeah. And I shared some of the the not so great moments we had in our marriage. Yeah. And that the only way to heal was to be vulnerable. And I know I'm, I'm almost abusing that word, but I'm yeah. doing it on uh, on, on purpose. purpose. Yeah. Um, is that I... I told him that that's the only thing that's going to help expedite this process because you could not be vulnerable and it's going to take your journey a whole lot longer. But I had to share certain parts so that he could see that, oh man, this guy was there Mm -hmm. where I'm at, but there's hope for me to get there because he had this stuff. He had some dirt that's probably worse than my situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yet, because he did this, this, and that and took these steps, he was able to get his marriage to a different place now. Mm-hmm. So like with him, that's how I managed it. I had to share some things that kind of bridged the gap between where he's at and where he would like to be. Now, if it's somebody else that isn't married and they're they're having a, um, let's just say they're in the workplace and they're having a hard time talking to their boss, they want to do more and this, this and that, and they feel like it's a competition at work. Mm-hmm. You know, like I had a conversation with another guy regarding that a while back. And I said, you know what? I said, maybe you need to try. I know it's going to sound weird, not, but maybe with your supervisor, try to have a conversation with him off to the side. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying a hundred percent heart to heart talk. It might sound weird like that, but at least let let him know where you're coming from, so that he could see what your motivation is compared to these other people that are trying to get this one position. Mm-hmm. You know, and then let him know, hey, I'm willing to come in earlier, stay later, uh, work you know harder, whatever the case is. If there's anything I could do as quote unquote homework mm-hmm. to come back and to get better at this craft so that I can move up in this company, then so be it. So mm-hmm. it's just really like, what, what, what area do you need to improve? What area does somebody need to improve in? And if there's any parts of me that can help them see that you can get there. Um, but I think through the process of being vulnerable, you're actually making sure that your motives are in the right place as well and your heart's in the right place. Mm-hmm. And I think being willing to share 
your heart is a big deal. Right. You know, like I said, whether it's in the workplace, in a marriage, in a friendship, you know, in anything, I just think that that's one of the biggest things and one of the most important things. Oh, yeah. But I, I, I don't overextend it either. I don't turn around and try to give out everything, everything, everything just to say I'm vulnerable. No, yeah. That's exactly. silly. That's yeah. not wise. I don't think that's smart. It's just, here, let me give a little bit and then see how that works. Yeah. And, and then, for the time and place, like things exactly. that are going on, then you use enough to help that individual get through what. Yeah, where it applies. There, there you, you go. go. Uh huh. No, I guess too, I'm thinking about people who might, you know, who have had painful experiences or have been really hurt because of vulnerability. Mm. And how do you get to that place where you can step out and be vulnerable again? Mm. So I'm thinking about pride and trauma. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like what filter you're looking through. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm saying it goes back to, yeah, how do you process yourself out of that? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So that you can be vulnerable again. One thing Mm -hmm. I will say, it's always scary. It's always nerve wracking because you, there's so many what ifs once you put yourself out there. But I've just learned that it's not really a fear for me no more because I've seen so much more good fruit come from it Mm -hmm. than bad fruit. So fear for me in that particular area is not even an issue no more. It is in the beginning, mm-hmm. whether it's you and your spouse going to, uh, talking about a conversation that's super sensitive that you yeah. can't talk about, that's emotions are, you know, are going to go haywire, mm-hmm. but that's so rewarding when you can learn how to do that. Yes. And I, and I think I know what you're asking then is, would be that you want to know how do you would put yourself back out there after being hurt mm-hmm. would be, you just try it. Just take that chance on yourself because in, if you can always re- keep in your mind what their reaction and what they did has nothing to do with me. It, it really wasn't yeah. about me. So if, you're, what, if your vulnerability, if it's pure and it's um, intentional and it's genuine, then whatever their reaction is, you have to be okay with leaving it there. Mm-hmm. But when we right. haven't you know, dealt with our own stuff, we tend to pick it up and say, oh, she didn't like this because of me or I did Mm -hmm. something wrong. So I would actually just start practicing with somebody that you know you love or somebody that you know loves you and respects you. And when you're vulnerable with that person and they react in a way that you didn't think they were going to react, then you check yourself. And it's like, oh, Mary's going through a lot of stuff. That's why she reacted like this. But it doesn't have anything to do with Ida. Mm -hmm. So it's those uh, little exercises, if you would, that you start there. It's like, okay, because I think we all really want to be that way. I think, but a lot of us hold back because like, no, they're going to hurt me or I know what they're going to do or I know what they're up to. So we put that guard up really quick. Mm -hmm. So I would say put, start putting that guard down slower Mm -hmm. and then allowing yourself to be in those situations and then see it for it's their issue, not mine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me, I'm too vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Like I'm very vulnerable, but at the same time, my mindset tells me I, I don't take it to heart oh. how people uh-huh. think. I'm, I'm willing to be vulnerable, but sometimes I could be too vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm saying that right or not, but I think the way I'm understanding it is vulnerability, managing it is knowing what to say and when to say it. Mm-hmm. And I think looking back, the times where I got hurt from being vulnerable is when I overshared mm-hmm. and I shared things that were not applicable in the moment and it was just me kind of spewing out stuff that's like oh this happened to me but it didn't really help the person 
And then if anything, you leave like, oh my God, what did I say? How did I say it? Why did I say that? And I know you do that, mom, a lot. No, I do that a lot. Where she'll leave and she's like, wait, did I say too much? No, I know. Did I say too much? But I don't let it affect me. Because in my mind, same thing, I'm always getting my foot in my mouth anyways. <laughs> but you do let it affect you because yeah. you leave. Well, with con- you. Like, no, no, not with you. you. <laughs> but no, I see how you leave a conversation. You're like, Ruth, did I oversay? Did I share too much? Mm-hmm. Did I say it weird? Did you understand what I said? Yeah, that's you true. You start to like, yeah. Yeah, mess with yourself. It, yeah. 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 I overthink it, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I think a good way to, to, to uh, a good perspective when we're, when we're doing this is that once you put yourself out there, and let's just say it's used against you some way, some mm-hmm. shape, some form, you could turn around and uh, put up a wall and turn around and, oh, my God, I'm never going to do it again. But the healthier way to look at that is that it doesn't tell you. When they did that, it doesn't tell you something about you. It tells you something about, about them. them and what they're going through. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you, you that's managing again because mm-hmm. that same person, I won't, control. I'll mm-hmm. back up now a little bit. I'm being vulnerable with that mm-hmm. person because mm-hmm. I saw what they did last time. I'm not going to X them out, but I'm going to not run to put myself out there so quick with mm-hmm. the same person because I saw what they did. Right. You mm-hmm. see what I mean? So that's even part of managing it. But it always mm-hmm. says something about them, not so much about you. Yes, exactly. So when you take it personal, then you get closed up and that vulnerability don't work. Mm-hmm. And then that hurt is what's going to keep you protected. Yeah. Well, maybe it's not so much vulnerability for me. Maybe it's just I need to be quick to hear and slow to speak. Practice just listening more and speaking less. Well, I'll say something funny here because uh, when I hear all the topic about vulnerability back in the day when I would hear it, I was like, oh, how's the best way to approach this? And I'll never forget that song with Eminem (laughs) on 8 Mile when he goes up there and he starts telling the other guy, the opponent, Uh everything about his life. And then he says, now what do you have to use on me? And I think that's wonderful because, you know what? I already know all the mess ups in my life. I already know everything that I've done wrong. I've accepted it. I've forgiven myself and I've asked Mm -hmm. God for forgiveness. So now if you're trying to use it against me, well, I already told you what it was. So Mm -hmm. now you can't use it against me. And it goes back to what Tony said. Mm -hmm. This is something bigger about you than it does about me. So Mm -hmm. and then I know it takes a while to get to that place, but I, I always do that to me whenever, to myself, whenever I hear somebody's like, oh, Mary did this. Yeah, but I told it, like yeah. I put it out there. So it's not a big deal that now you're throwing it back in my face. I know what you're trying to do, but in reality, I see your pain more than I see what I went through. Mm-hmm. And I, I think for, for those who struggle to be vulnerable, just, I, I would suggest, just go, I would advise, go and listen to, watch that movie, Eight Mile, and see what Eminem does. Yep. <laughs> he tells it all. And this is Mary from the South Side There you go. Mary from the South Side, yes. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so in closing, um, it's okay to be vulnerable. Men, it's, it's, it, I yes. would highly encourage you to do as Tony said today. Use those I love you, those terms of endearment with your children. Let it start with you in your home so then other men can see, you know what, being macho is not, like, it doesn't get me anywhere. And being vulnerable is actually a good thing um, because you allow others to come in and then they allow you into their circle. We thank you so much for listening and we can't wait to talk to you again. Bye.